listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Morning, guys. Happy snow day. Little uh, or snow days. A little uh, fun fact. Uh, this day in 2009, I was on my way to my first come and see. The only re- reason I remember that really. So I was a seminarian and I was in the airport and I remember reading the um, Office of Readings for Perpetual Felicity, which is the commemoration for today. And um, I remember being moved by obviously that story, and I'll use that in a second. Um, but they were martyred with a catechumen named buddy? Rusticus. My baptismal name was Russell. So I was like, I was moved by that anyway. Deacon Russ, here we are. I did uh, just, was reading through Perpetual Felicity's second reading this morning, and it says this at the end. You guys probably remember it. It's a pretty popular story. But Perpetua, that she might experience the pain more deeply, rejoiced over her broken body, and guided the shaking hand of the inexperienced gladiator to her throat. Such a woman, one before whom the unclean spirit trembled, could not perhaps have been killed had she not willed it. Had she not willed it. Brothers, just to speak a little bit about obedience this morning, as, as Jesus talks about the significance of obedience to the law and how he comes to witness the fulfillment of that obedience to the law. I'm reminded when you read about Perpetual, you also maybe think about Maximilian Kolbe, who was in the bunker um, at Auschwitz, and they had a hard time getting him to die, and as the person came in to give him kind of this last poison, he offered him his, his arm to the, to the soldier who was going to kill him, an act, act of will, an act of obedience, an act of freedom. Um, brothers, I wonder how free we are in our own lives, in our obedience. wonder how free we are. Um, I also wonder how much of a blessing our life of obedience is. Do we experience our obedience? Do we experience our offering to our superiors? Do we experience our offering to one another? And do we ultimately experience our offering to the Lord as a blessing? as an opportunity, or often like myself, I experience that obedience as sometimes a burden, and then oftentimes I become a victim to it, and so I live life kind of feeling sorry for myself and being a victim of what happens to me, or being a victim of what I have to surrender to others, again, whether it's our superior, whether it's one another, um, and I'm not necessarily even talking about to the rules. We know that the, the obedience to the law is something that is expected of us. But what about obedience to providence? What about obedience to the things that God hap- allows to happen in our life or wills to happen in our life? What about obedience to school? It's true. Exactly. 
how often, how often we can make a choice, and a heroic choice often, to be gladly and free to offer ourselves to our apostolates or even to our fraternity or, or to whatever we do here. But there's some parts of our life where like, ah, oh, I'll just kind of get through this. I'll just kind of let, let this happen apart from ultimately the Lord's blessing. And I think, brothers, just one thing to, to meditate on today and one thing to consider in our own lives is, and I say this often, but it's so true, like we can't purchase this, right? We can't buy this. We can't get it on Amazon. We can't, we can't go and, and say, I'm, yeah, this is the obedience I'm going to live, and, and, and I, I can go and just kind of manufacture it myself. And I think what Lent does and what the gospel tells us, and more so because we're religious and more so because we take a vow of obedience, is the consecration conforms us to Christ. Jesus talks about being the fulfillment of the law. The fulfillment of the law is the fulfillment of a covenant. Let me say that again. The fulfillment of the law is the fulfillment of a covenant. It's the fulfillment of a relationship. It's the fulfillment of a promise. If you be in relationship with me, I will be in relationship with you. And so we enter into the Mass today and we experience the Eucharist as Jesus' ultimate act of obedience. And so the obedience is not ours. It's not my own project. It's not my own willing it to be to be obey in every part of my life and be obedient to the to providence of God in my life, whatever that looks like. And I don't think it's moralism to say, sorry, Father Cameron, the more we have of Christ in our life, the more time we give to Him, the more focus we give to Him the more attentiveness we give to him, the more available we make ourselves to him, the more obedient we will be, the more free we will be. And Lent, guys, is the time to say, what are the things that keep me from this obedience? What are the things that keep me from this freedom? And what are the things that keep me from just the regular parts of our life that allow us to be fruitful in our obedience? What does what our prayer time look like? How are we spending other time throughout the day? And can we dare say, during this Lent, but also during our life, can we make more time for Him? Can we make ourselves more available to silence with Him? And I'm not saying so, so we just put in more time and then all of a sudden things happen that way, but I guarantee if we give the Lord more time, it'll be fruitful. Can we be more attentive and more obedient to our brotherhood and to our relationships with one another and to not being in such a hurry with one another? And I know we talk about that often, but can we be more attentive and more obedient to that? And obviously those bear fruit in, in our apostolates and things. But I think if we can take a step back and meditate and, and examine our consciences about the state of our obedience, the state of our offering. How free is our freedom? Oh 
Um, I think that can be a good meditation because we can enter in more deeply into this Lent and more deeply to what the Lord is doing in the, in the work of the Gospels, what the Lord is doing as he shows us the way forward, as we enter into Holy Week at the end of the month. It's his obedience. It's his offering. And as consecrated men, he invites us into that. And that's what we witness. And that's what Perpetua and Felicity witnessed to. That's what Maximilian Colby witnessed to. They weren't witnessing to themselves. They were witnessing to a life they had experienced with the Lord. And they were able then to, to offer themselves in a radically complete and free way because of that. Because of recognizing a covenant of a relationship. And the Lord fulfills that, brothers, and he offers us, especially in the Eucharist, he offers us a way to experience that fulfillment with him. And I pray for all of us, especially as we continue this Lent, that we might offer our obedience and freedom to the Lord and let him, with his own obedience, recreate ours. Amen. been listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans